Dr. Baliga here. This podcast is a summary podcast on a previous podcast on kidney cancers. Cancers of the kidney and renal pelvis are comprised of different histologic subtypes based on the tissue of origin. Cancers that arise from renal cortex are termed renal cell cancers and comprise 80 to 85% of all primary kidney neoplasms. The most common histologic subtype of renal cell cancer is clear cell which is 75 to 85%. Other histologies include papillary 10 to 15%, chromophobe 5 to 10%, oncocytoma less than 5%, collecting ducts rare, medullary rare but is associated with young age at diagnosis and sickle cell trait. Lymphoma and sarcoma can also rarely arise in the kidney as well. Acquired somatic genetic and epigenetic alterations in the von Hippel-Lindau gene or the VHL gene located on chromosome 3P leading to a loss of function are found in up to 90% of sporadic cases of clear cell renal cell cancer. The normal function of the VHL protein which is a product of the VHL gene is degradation of target proteins such as hypoxia inducible factor 1A, HIF1A, via E3 ubiquitin ligase activity. Loss of the VHL protein function leads to constitutive activation of HIF1A, a transcription factor that induces the expression of a number of angiogenesis-related proteins, which is implicated as an early event in the pathogenesis of renal cell cancer. Risk factors, renal cell cancer is more common in men than women and the median age at diagnosis is 64 years. Risk factors for renal cell cancer include smoking, obesity, hypertension, chronic analgesic use, example phenacetine and family history. The majority of renal cell cancers are sporadic. Hereditary cancer syndrome such as VHL syndrome account for less than 5% of all renal cell cancers. Must know facts about renal kidney cancer. Fact number one, Clear cell renal cell cancer is the most common renal cortical tumor. Fact number two, nephrectomy or partial nephrectomy is the treatment of choice for localized kidney cancers. Fact number three, in advanced renal cell cancers, a cytoreductive nephrectomy to reduce tumor burden may improve survival. Fact number four, sunitinib is a first-line standard of care in patients with favorable and intermediate risk metastatic renal cell cancer. Temsirolimus is the first-line standard of care in patients with poor-risk metastatic renal cell cancer. Fact number six, with the advent of molecularly targeted agents and new agents in the development, the prognosis of metastatic renal cell cancer continues to improve. Multiple-choice question, a 60-year-old man presents with right flank pain and abdominal pain, hematuria and 15 pounds of unintended weight loss over the last month. He also complains of significant fatigue, dyspnea on exertion and low back pain. A CT scan of the abdomen and pelvis demonstrates a 5.4 cm right solid kidney mass and enlarged retroperitoneal lymphadenopathy. CT of the chest demonstrates innumerable bilateral pulmonary nodules measuring up to 3 cm in size consistent with metastatic disease. An MRI of the spine shows enhancing bony lesions in the T4 and L3 vertebral bodies without evidence of extraosseous extension. He undergoes a nephrectomy. 
that shows a 6.2 cm clear cell renal cell carcinoma invading the geratas fascia he has recovered well post operatively his hematuria and flank and abdominal pain have resolved but he continues to have significant fatigue and becomes short of breath after he walks only 3 blocks he denies fever or chills his appetite is poor and he has lost an additional 10 pounds in surgery blood work is obtained His white blood cell count is slightly elevated at 5.4. His hemoglobin is 8.3. His platelets is 456. LDH is elevated at 650. Normal levels are up to 250. Sodium, potassium, chloride and bicarbonate levels are normal. His BUN, creatinine, AST and ALT are normal. Alkaline phosphatase is elevated at 280. Upper limit is 92 units per liter. Albumin is normal. Calcium is elevated at 13.2 milligrams per deciliter. Upper limit is of normal is 10.5, and magnesium is normal. When you see him to discuss systemic treatment options, what is the next best step in the management? A. Temsirolimus. B. Suntanib. C. Interleukin 2. D. Etoposide. E. Interferon alpha. And the answer is. 9 a temsirolimus this patient has poor risk metastatic clear cell carcinoma of the kidney to the bone and lungs a study in 670 patients treated for advanced clear cell carcinoma at the memorial sloan kettering cancer center in the era of immunotherapy such as il2 and interferon alpha found that pretreatment features associated with a shorter survival on multivariate analysis were low Karnofsky performance status that is less than 80% high serum ldh that is greater than 1.5 times the upper limit of normal low hemoglobin that is lower limit of normal high corrected serum calcium greater than 10 mg per deciliter and absence of prior nephrectomy Patients with zero risk factors have favorable risk at 20 months median survival. Patients with one or two risk factors are intermediate risk and had 10 months median survival. And patients with three or more risk factors are poor risk at four months median survival. In the era of molecularly targeted therapy, a study of 645 patients with advanced renal cell cancer treated with VEGF targeted therapy validated. the memorial sloan kettering cancer center model with elevated neutrophil count which is greater than the upper limit of normal and a platelet count greater than the upper limit of normal as additional adverse prognostic features this patient meets five risk factor criteria and thus has poor risk disease temsirolimus is considered the current standard first line treatment for patients with poor risk disease where santinib is the standard in favorable and intermediate risk disease interleukin 2 il2 have was the mainstay in treatment until the advent of targeted agents and is associated with significant toxicity with marginal benefit and is used less often today ideal patients for il2 therapy are those with good performance status greater than 1 year since nephrectomy limited number of metastatic disease sites and the absence of bone or liver metastasis bp chemotherapy regimen 
regimen used in testicular germ cell tumors and etoposide are ineffective in renal cell cancers. This is in a nutshell about kidney uh, cancers as derived from an outstanding chapter on genitourinary cancers in Baliga's textbook of internal medicine with 1480 multiple choice questions available at www.mastermedfacts.com. This outstanding chapter is authored by Dr. Arjun Baylor, MD, who is the director of genitourinary medical oncology program at NYU Langone's Perlmutter Cancer Center, and Dr. Matthew Miloski, MD, who is the George Gabriel Villiers Distinguished Professor of Bladder and Genitourinary Cancer Research. He's also the Section Chief of Genitourinary Oncology and Co-Director of the Urologic Oncology Program at the UNC Lineberger Comprehensive Cancer Center in Chapel Hill, North Carolina.